from the book of Acts, the 16th chapter, verses 1 through 10. Hear the word of God. During the night, Paul had a vision. There stood a man of Macedonia pleading with him and saying, Come over to Macedonia and help us. When he had seen the vision, we immediately tried to cross over to Macedonia, but being convinced that God had called us to proclaim the good news to them. We set sail from Troas and and took a straight course to Samothrace. The following day to Neapolis and from there to Philippi, which is a leading city of the district of Macedonia and a Roman colony. We remained in this city for some days. On the Sabbath day, we went outside the gate by the river where we were supposed there to a place of prayer, and we sat down and spoke to the women who had gathered there. A certain woman named Lydia, a worshiper of God, was listening to us. She was from the city of Theatra and a dealer in purple cloth. The Lord opened her heart to listen eagerly to what was said by Paul. When she and her household were baptized, she urged us, saying, If you have judged me to be faithful to the Lord, come and stay at my home. And she prevailed upon us. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. A man named Chris Lovingood here in Nashville has a vision where he sees refugees and hears their cry. Come help us. Sarah Wilkinson, a member of this church, takes some yarn and some knitting needles and knits a blanket or a baby cap because she has a vision that there are young mothers who say, come help us. Rudy Kalis takes a Bible and a full heart and heads to death row in the prison because he sees a vision. Come help us. So let's not scratch our heads and wonder, what do you mean Paul had a vision about a man pleading, come to Macedonia and help us. The mighty acts of God are not rare and far away. In the last days it will be, God declares, that I will pour my spirit out on all flesh, Your sons and your daughters shall prophesy. Your young men shall see vision. Your old men shall dream dreams. When the rains fell on Waverly, a group of people at Westminster raised nearly $300,000 because they had a vision And they heard the cries of people in Waverly saying, come help us. And on June 16, 17, and 18, 30 houses will be built, new houses will be built in Waverly. And there's a cry, come help us. Do you have the vision? The word of the Lord is not rare in these days. For we are people who have ears to hear and eyes to see people who need help. And that's where it begins, don't you think? Help? 
And help comes in all shapes and sizes. Help can be as big as, help, my house is flowing downstream. Help can be, my dad's losing his memory and I'm going to have to move him into the memory care unit. And I just needed someone to tell. Help is, I just can't get over the loss of my husband. Help is, it's just crazy at work. And I just needed somebody to tell. Help, I need someone who cares. Paul had a vision of a man in Macedonia who needed help. And, and you would think that maybe he might be laser-focused on that person, that one. But you know how it goes with God's vision. <laughs> the other day I received a, a text, a picture in the text, and it was our crew heading down to Waverly to do some more repair. But they stopped at McDonald's just off the interstate because that's what they do. They stop at McDonald's for one reason or another. Most of them are old men, but for one reason or another. <laughs> and the picture was of Joe Gaines and some others changing a flat tire for someone in the parking lot of McDonald's. Please help us. Waverly? And on the route to Waverly, in a parking lot in McDonald's on a hot morning, please help us. Come to Macedonia and help us. Well, who is us? Paul gets in a boat that leads him on a path. The vision is to see this man in Macedonia who cried out, come help us. Paul's on the path that leads down to a river, and there at the river, women. The cry was a man from Macedonia, women, who have gone down to the river to pray. And there Paul opens his mouth to the word of the Lord. And a woman named Lydia opens her heart to the word of the Lord. Do you suppose she was looking for that? To have her heart open? Sometimes you don't need know what you need, right? Jesus says the kingdom of heaven is like a treasure hidden on the field, and you just stumble upon it. You weren't looking for it, but you find it, and when you find it, you know what you got. And you sell everything you have, everything you have, because that's, that's what I was missing. That's, that's my salvation. Some people call that falling in love. I didn't know what I was missing until I found it. Come to Macedonia, said the man in Paul's vision. And Lydia was baptized. 
And after she was baptized, she prevailed upon Paul. Come stay at my home. And maybe that was the help that Paul needed. Just a place to rest. Help comes in all shapes and sizes. Jesus had a vision for it, you know. Help. In that passage that Heidi read to us this morning, Jesus found his way down to the Sheep Gates pool. There at the Sheep Gates pool, word on the street has it that all the people who are broken would come. Because for some reason the water would stir, bubble up. And if you could jump in the water fast enough, healing? People would just show up there. Because when you're hurting, you'll do anything. Jesus headed down to the Sheep Gates pool. I suppose he might have a vision to help. And he finds a man who was there a long time. And he asks the man, Do you want to be made well? And the reply from the man is, I have no one. It's a definition of loneliness. I have no one. I have no one to call. I have no one who calls. I have no one who cares. I have no one to put me into the pool when the waters bubble up. Why is he there? He's never going to make it into the water. He can't move. And he has no one. Do you want to be made well? I can't be made well. I have no one. I have no one. I think you can be the healthiest person on the earth. I think you can run marathons. I think you can be all muscles. I think you can be the wealthiest person you could ever be in the world. But if you have no one, why is he there? He's never going to make it into the water. Do you want to be made well? Well, I, I, I don't have, do you want to be made well? Well, when the water, do you want to be made well? I have no one. Do you want to be made well? Do you know who asks him that question? Sometimes we forget. Sometimes we forget why we're here. That we're here because of the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end. We're here because the Word is made flesh and dwells among us. We're here because we're not alone. We're never alone. This past week, I had a meeting with a session for two nights to do some re-envisioning. Because it feels like you just get sucker punched and sucker punched during this time of COVID and you wonder why you're here. 
And uh, oddly, that session meeting turned into a spiritual event. Who knew that God could show up at a session meeting? <laughs> what are you doing here became the question of the night. Why are you here? And I needed to hear that question for me. And that night I heard it. And I knew the answer immediately. The answer that night at that time for me was I am here because I am blessed upon blessed to be able to see God at work in you and to share it and to tell about it and how powerful it is in the big things and in the little things you all are amazing and that you are able to hear the cry of help and you have the vision be the body of Christ 